Hello, everyone, and welcome to the TV Show Podcast. My name is TV, and on this show, I share stories as a divorced father to two brilliant young ladies. I share my journey in learning to become a better man, a better human, and a better dad for them. I touch on subjects of personal development, manhood, communication, culture, and many, many others. I also interview other badass individuals who are doing some amazing things in the world. I love to hear others share their stories of survival, growth, and development. So, on to today's episode. Let's go. Hey everyone and welcome back to the latest episode of the podcast in which I'm going to discuss a lot more of the context and thought behind the essay. There are good people all around us in spite of what the headlines want us to believe. That is the title of the essay. And in this podcast, and this video, I'm going to talk about what was left out, what was my thinking behind it, and what inspired it really. So let's begin. A couple of days ago, my daughter's car got stuck. It's been stalling. It's been messing up. It's been turning off on the road. And that's what happened this day. She called me freaking out. She was supposed to be on her way to do some things. She called me saying she can't make it. And in that moment, I can also hear her boyfriend grunting, trying to push the car because it had stalled. He was trying to push it off of the road. It freaked me out. I can hear my daughter's sadness and, and fear because they're in the middle of the road. I told her I was on the way and I hung up with her and I sprinted over there. By the time I got there, the car had already been parked in, in the parking lot uh, nearby. And apparently a couple of people had jumped out and helped uh, get the car moved over. And they both were pleasantly surprised. They were really surprised. They're like, we just jumped out. People just helped. I wasn't surprised because in moments like these, people always show up. People always show up. So then we decided to get the car towed by her boyfriend's dad. He has a big truck, so he starts hauling it. He put some straps on it, and we start taking it down. But there's a hill uh, on the way there as he turns right. And the straps came off. The car is now just kind of parked on this little hill, parched, stalled on this little hill. They have to hit the brakes. Her boyfriend and I jump out. We couldn't get it up the hill. It, it literally felt like we were trying to push it up a mountain, but we weren't. We just couldn't get it. It's a big, it was a big enough car. But at that moment, a truck pulled up. Three guys jumped out and helped. So now there's five of us and there's actually too many people to push the car to get behind there and push. But it's a good problem. We push it up past the little hill, reattaches the straps, and off we go. We get apart, we start planning everything, and then we're leaving. I'm leaving with my daughter. And she says out loud, Dad, there's a lot of really nice people. There's a really a lot of kind people. And I agreed. I said, absolutely, baby, there, there are. But the thing is, they're always here and they're everywhere. There are a lot of nice people in the world. I wanted to just kind of highlight that for her because I want her to start believing that she's 19 years old. She's raised in the Internet age, raised in the social media age, and it can be a little hostile out there, right? And if we believe all the negativity we see, if we believe all the media we consume, then the world is falling apart. Now, granted, there are things that I don't want to dismiss and, and don't want to diminish it in impact. There's obviously a war going on on the other side of the world. But all in all, especially for us here, we have it well. And there are a lot of good things happening. There are a lot of good people that will show up and help you out in your own family if you just tell them that you need help. But I'm reminded of something that as a marketer and a person that has studied communication, media, publications, news, everything, I've studied all that extensively because it's partly as my career and I'm just fascinated by it. 
But there's an old adage in the journalists and community that I'm always reminded of that's been around for a while. So it's not new. So as much as we want to pretend that social media is all at fault, the truth is it's not social media. It's us. It's us as consumers, as readers, as human beings. But the phrase that is said in the journalist community is, if it bleeds, it leads. So to me, that says a lot. And the fact that it's been around for who knows how long at this point says even more. It says that somebody figured out years ago, probably 80 to 100 years ago, in, uh, when newspaper was in massive circulation, people buy more newspapers if you have more stories about murders and crime and stuff like that. That has always been the case. It, it's no different today. And it, it's not necessarily that media is terrible, although we can agree that in many cases it is because they're, they're feeding it to us. But they're feeding us what we want to eat. And that's on us. We love conflict. We love hysteria. We prefer that over good news, over happy news. Somebody on Twitter actually mentioned to me that she, she prefers positive news and not negative news. And, and I agree. I mean, I'm the same way. And I think most people will tell you the same thing. But the problem is that we, won't, we don't click with the same level of uh, engagement. A positive headline written well in a positive story put together well will get attention. We all love that feel-good story. But the truth is it does not get as much attention as headlines that are negative, that are telling us the world is going to end, telling us that our neighbor's trying to kill us. Those are the headlines that will actually get more clicks more attention, and, and then which further uh, gets us to believe that everyone actually hates us, that everyone is out to get us, that the world is imploding. There's a popular meme and a popular quote that's thrown around from time to time whenever something positive happens and we, we appreciate it, we share it, and we say, this thing, this story, this graphic, this whatever, restored my faith in humanity. And as much as I can appreciate it, I'm saddened by the fact that their faith in humanity has been diminished that much. Moments like these with my daughter remind me that people will always show up. And actually, most people are really kind and really willing to lend a helping hand. But we, if we continue to consume the content that is being fed to us, then we're going to see more of it. The algorithms are going to give us more of that crap. I did read an article today that said Facebook is actually going to punish any articles or videos that create that kind of empty promise or hysteria. They call it video bait based on the same idea as a clickbait, because that's essentially what all this stuff is, is they create this massively overhyped headline or title to a video that gets us so curious because they leave out certain details that create a curiosity gap that we then click on it. And most of the time, it's not even related or as bad as they make it seem most of the time. Other times, it's just hysterical, over-the-top crap that is not based in any truth. And even if it is, it's just a story in a l m very large world. So to lose faith in humanity, to me, is sad. We can walk outside today, and I guarantee you, if you get stuck on the side of the road today, someone will show up. When I was younger and I was about to get divorced, my car broke down on the way to work on the freeway. 
I was able to pull off to the side of the road in the center lane. And I remember the story vividly because I was in a lot of pain. I was in a lot of hurt at the time. And I was furious at myself because the car broke down. And I told myself, I'm just going to walk. It was easily another five or six miles, but screw it. I was going to walk. So I'm walking, minding my business, and someone pulls over. And I wave them off. I say, thank you, but I got this. I'm mad. I don't need any help. And they drove off. This happened again. Wave them off. A third person pulled up and refused to drive off. He said, let me give you a hand. I know what this feels like. It's okay. We'll get you help. Let me get you to your job. Um, I mean, I even told him my story because he was, he kept on asking questions. So I jumped in the car and he, and he took me to work. It was actually a smart idea. It was way too far to walk. I was going to be really late and it was stupid. It was just, I was in my head. But the point is I had three different people pull over and then ask to help. This is not something that happens every once in a while. I shared this essay on social media and I got other people that also chimed in and said the same thing. It happens all the time. What I beg you to do, one is to maybe reconsider how bad the world is. It is bad. There is a lot of bad, but we're in a good place, especially if you live here. Come on, let's recognize and, and realize that we are privileged in that we, we have lights and electricity and wa running water, plumbing. These are good things and, and we're, we have a lot of privilege. But the other thing I would invite you to do, this is my big tip for you, is if you see an overly sensational headline coming across your feed, don't click on it. It's up to us as citizens of the world and the internet to stop clicking on that crap. This is a very ambitious idea, and it probably is not going to work. But that has been my mission. If I see something overly sensational, I just keep on scrolling. If I need to know the news, I'll go look for the news. I don't need to be digesting it all day long in any of the feeds anymore. I don't go online to get news. I'm going to find out the news. But don't click on the crap, and especially crap that is just over-sensationalized. Man is exposed. Truth is... I actually have kept a list. Because I am a marketer, I started to create a list a while back of words that are commonly used in overly sensationalized articles, essays, videos, content, right? So here are the words, scary truth about X, the truth about the secret no one is sharing, X reacts about Y. So this person reacts about, about that person or about this situation, the real reason. Don't X until you Y, the truth about X, exposed or any conjugation therein, the secret. Okay, I'm guilty of that one. Reaction. With the Will Smith thing that happened recently, slapping Chris Rock, the reaction videos. And the, like anybody that's a celebrity that has any clout is getting a mic shoved in their face and they're being asked to give a reaction. Because that reaction would create more content to propagate the entire damn internet with more crap. The situation in itself is enough. But now we have to get everybody's reaction. Come on. After a few, it's all the same. The truth revealed gets chills, goes crazy, disgusted, lied, hidden X, hidden truth, 
warning. Now, some of these are meh, but if they're using these, they're really trying to like pull on those emotions to get you to click. And to me, it's not worth it. My attention is worth a lot more and much larger than that. And much more important than that is realizing that I don't want to lose my faith in humanity. This is a world filled with a lot of greatness and a lot of great people. And I don't want to click on everything that I come across, ruin my mental health, because if I keep seeing that crap, I'm going to believe everything I see. And it's not true. Find the good stuff. Look for good news. If not, create it for yourself. Find the good people. And if you're ever in a jam, someone's going to show up. One, if you ask, and if you're stuck on the side of the road, they're just going to show up and insist to help. That's it for today. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. I appreciate your attention. I hope I'm delivering something positive and uplifting and not any negative stuff. Until next time, have a great day. Bye-bye.